0: Good morning, welcome to Wellsprings Community Church. Uh, it's great to have you with us this morning. My name's Tiff, I'm part of the leadership team at Wellsprings uh, and I'm uh, leading us during this coronavirus lockdown time uh, through our services every Sunday morning. Uh, it's great that you could join us, whether you're joining us live uh, on the Sunday morning, whether you're joining us later in the day and watching sort of, on catch up, uh, or whether you're uh, watching sometime in the future either near future during the week or maybe uh, into the distant future. Maybe you've found uh, our YouTube uh, page or you've found us on Facebook and you're, you're watching back through some of these. It's great that you could join us. Our prayer always at Wellsprings uh, is that God will be speaking to us. He'll be moving us on in our journey of faith with him. He'll be revealing something new of his love uh, and then revealing to us too what we need to do with that love to share it with those around us Uh, and so our expectations as we come together on a Sunday morning are no different even in lockdown to what they would be if we were meeting together in our church building Uh, it's that God would be doing those things he would be speaking he would be revealing his love Uh, we have a chance on these Sunday mornings to go through uh, a morning service Uh, different people Uh, who form part of the church are involved in different ways. Uh, There are people technically who often don't get mentioned who were involved in uh, helping me to edit videos uh, like Harry um, does all of that and does a brilliant job of doing that. Uh, People then put it onto YouTube and onto Facebook, Ben and others who are able to do that. So thank you to those people who often don't get a mention, um, my technical Uh, abilities are not enough to be able to do some of those things and so they do it brilliantly um, and spend a lot of time, uh, Harry I know especially, spends a lot of time um, on a Saturday putting everything together so that it's ready for the Sunday morning. So people are doing that, people are helping in other ways as well. Um, We have some sung worship this morning uh, that our own music group will be leading us with. Uh, Marilyn has been hard at work uh, with her son uh, over in Japan uh, and they've been uh, recording Marilyn and then recording the various singers from the music group. And then they've managed to put together uh, some videos that we're gonna be able to use as part of our worship on a Sunday morning. We're gonna use one of them uh, as our introduction to worship this morning. Uh, It's a song we all know, we've all sung lots of times I think, called Faithful One. uh, And we'll be able to join with Marilyn and with the music group uh, in seeing that in a few minutes. So thank you to those people who've been involved in preparing those videos for us, uh, helping us to be able to uh, respond to God in sung worship on these, Sunday mornings. Uh, We've also got Megan uh, towards the end of the service he's going to lead us uh, in a couple of songs actually. Again uh, it's ones that Megan recorded uh, and then Sam Burton and his friends at Awaken uh, have used as part of their uh, worship times and so they've got uh, a keyboard uh, and a cello and things like that included in it as well so you'll be able to see those later. Megan will lead us in a couple of songs to take us from the talk into the communion uh, that we're going to be having at that point. Uh, If you want to join in with the communion, then please have some bread and some juice ready so that you can join in and take part and become uh, one with us in that sense. Uh, All sharing together at the same time wherever we are uh, across Taunton, wherever we are across Britain, wherever we are across the world. We get people all over the world watching uh, these times Uh, and we'll be able to join together as one body by sharing communion together so that's towards the end of the service Uh, make sure you've got your bread and your juice or wine ready so that you can join in with that as well Uh, for our bible reading this week uh, we've had various different traditions uh, traditions that have lasted for these last 10 11 weeks whatever it's been Uh, One tradition has been that we get people who used to be a part of Wellsprings and have now gone somewhere else. Uh, We've had people from America, we've had people from uh, Canada, we've had people from Wales, various different places uh, who've been able to share the Bible reading with us. Uh, This morning we've got someone uh, who grew up at Wellsprings, uh, whose family are still here at Wellsprings. Uh, Dominic Dom Heath Coleman, uh, with his sons, Uh, they've done... uh, not only the bible reading but they've done the other tradition that we've had where children are able to act out the story it's one of those stories this morning uh, the parable of the sower uh, where we're able to uh, see the story acted out in front of us and so dom and his boys have done that for us so it's been really great that they've been able to do that Uh, and let us have the video and and we can share that this morning so thank you uh, to those to all of you uh, for being able to do that for us Uh, I'm going to be sharing a few thoughts around the parable of the sower and why, if you've noticed the titles, we always have a little title that comes up um, on the Facebook feed or on the YouTube uh, feed there, um, that's got the title of what we're doing today. Uh, We're in Mark chapter 4, through this lockdown time we're going through the Gospel of Mark and we're up to the start of Mark chapter 4. So Mark chapter 4 verses 1 to 20. Uh, And I've called this week the prodigal sower, the prodigal sower you may wonder why you'll be able to find out a little bit more uh, a little bit later on uh, as I share some thoughts with you about what that means uh, and about what it might mean for us today so thank you to all those who have been involved in preparing today's service you can if you want to join in with services in the future you could um, maybe uh, send me some sung worship uh, that you're able to lead uh, so that we can all then join together it may be that you can lead some prayers It may be that you could do uh, a Bible reading. It may be that you could lead the communion time for us. It may be that actually you want to do the talk for that week. Please feel free to get in touch with me, uh, either directly, if you have the contacts for that, uh, or by putting a message uh, on the Facebook group or on the YouTube group. uh, And we would be able to see, uh, I'll be able to see that and get in touch with you and let you know what Bible reading it is uh, or which week you're gonna be doing the prayers and how you at your home can record those things and get them to me so that we can uh, edit them together. Harry can edit them together uh, and include them uh, as part of our service. Uh, So please do get in touch if you would like to be involved in that way. It would be really helpful to me to have more people involved uh, and it would be really good for everyone to see lots of other faces and have lots of involvement from other people, not just me on these Sunday mornings. Uh, Looking at the time, how long we've been going and how many people are coming in, all the time on the Sunday mornings we get people joining us and it's really great. It's really great that so many people watch it at other times too, not just on the Sunday morning. And actually we get hundreds more people watching than we would ever have coming on a Sunday morning. Uh, And we're looking at ways for the future when lockdown ends, what we can do to make it possible for those people still to be involved with us uh, and still to be able to be part of the service, uh, either by choosing to come to join us or even by being at home and and doing some online stuff. And we're working through that at the moment. So I'm going to pray and then we're going to be ready to start our service for today. Uh, So uh, after I've prayed, the music group will lead us uh, in a song. Uh, then we'll have our bible reading uh, and I'll do a short thought for us based on that bible reading uh, and then we'll have some more worship that Megan will be leading and that will uh, lead us straight through into communion uh, and that we're doing at the end of the service it's great to see you here welcome to Wellsprings Community Church welcome home is one of our little catchphrases and that's what we want everyone to feel when they join us whether that's physically or whether that's online uh, or however it is welcome home You're now in the place where you're meant to be at the moment and we're going to spend these next few minutes helping each other to discover more of God's love for us and what that might mean for our lives today. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you that we can be together, even though we're scattered in different places, so many places around Wellsprings and Taunton and Britain and even around the rest of the world as well but that you are joining us together because you are the head and we are your body. You're drawing us together as your people. You're drawing us closer to you through these times. And Lord, I pray that you would help us to be able to worship you now in spirit and in truth, to receive from you what we need to receive and then to put into practice the things that you're saying to us. Lord, thank you that we can be together. Thank you that you are here at the center. Thank you that you are the head and we are the body and we are joined and united together with you and with each other. Holy Spirit, be at work in us now. Do whatever you want to do this morning. Say whatever you want to say this morning to us directly through the things that happen and straight into our hearts and minds as well. And then help us to put into practice those things that you say. Lord, come and meet with us now, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.
1: I go
2: Again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. The crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into a boat and sat on it out on the lake while all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. He taught them many things by parables and in his teaching said, Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As
3: they were scattering the seeds, some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly. Because the soil was shallow, but when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no roots. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants so that they did not bear grain. Then other seed fell on good soil. It came up, grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying thirty, some sixty, some a hundred times. And
2: Jesus said, Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. When he was alone, the twelve and the others around him asked him about the parables. He told them, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to those on the outside, everything is said in parables, so that they may be ever seeing, but never perceiving, and ever hearing, but never understanding, otherwise they might turn and be forgiven.
3: Jesus said to them, don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. It's like seed sown on rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Others, like seed sown among thorns, hear the word. But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires of other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, like seed sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop. Some thirty, some sixty, some eight hundred times. What to say? It's
0: probably one of the most famous stories that Jesus ever told. One of the most famous parables that he ever told. Um, and there's always a question that comes at the end of it. Which soil are you? Now that may be helpful. But I think more often than not, that's really not helpful. I think it causes different reactions. Some people uh, would be saying, ah, yes, well, of course I'm the good soil. And when you're in that position, it's very easy to start looking down on the other soils and criticizing them and excluding them because they're not good enough. They're not as good as you are at being soil. Or at the other extreme, maybe you think, I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to be the good soil. And so you start getting down and feeling down on yourself. What if that actually completely misses the point of why Jesus told us the story? What if it's not about us? What if it's not about the soil? What if it's not even about the seeds In the original Greek, uh, that word seed is never actually even used in this story. What if actually this story is all about is the sower? What actually if this story was all about God? Back then, like now, seeds were costly. Uh, i've got some i've come out into the greenhouse today because uh, i thought it'd be a good place for to be thinking about this uh, i've got some of my pea seeds that i've planted uh, hopefully that will have a nice crop of peas in a few months time these ones cost three pounds ten seeds are costly uh, back in jesus's time people wouldn't go out to the shop uh, and buy their seeds uh, what they would do is from last year's harvest, keep some of what they thought was the very best uh, of those uh, that crop. Uh, and then they would uh, clean it, and then they would store it in a dark, cool place, which isn't always easy in Israel in the first century. Uh, and then finally, the following year, when the time was right, when the soil had been prepared and was just right, then they would get their seed and they would plant it. Let me find one of my seeds, one of my peas. Here it is. Uh, What they would do is they would prepare the field. They would plough the field. Uh, And once the soil was as prepared as it could be, they'd probably get something a bit like this. It would be a drill. Uh, It would be a piece of wood uh, and they would uh, hold it in the place where they want the seed to be. And they would drop the seed into the top. Uh, and it would fall through and it would land exactly where they wanted it to land Uh, and then they would cover it over with some more soil Uh, the other thing they might do is to prepare the field completely uh, and then plow it so that there were uh, grooves in it Uh, and then they would uh, scatter over a really small space scatter the seeds why would they either drop it through the drill or why would they scatter it over a small place because these are so valuable they're so expensive. They're worth so much. There's always something shocking when Jesus tells a parable. There's always something that makes the hearers, the first hearers in the first century go,
1: oh, wow.
0: Maybe it's the fact that when the man gets beaten up and robbed at the side of the road, that it's the Samaritan oh, who stops to help. Maybe it's... Uh, The worker who works for just one hour in the vineyard earns the same pay as the worker who's worked through the whole of the day. (gasps) In this parable that Jesus told, this famous parable of the sower, the shocking thing is that the sower scatters the seed everywhere that he went onto whatever surface happened to be there with no regard for whether it was good soil or not. A sower in the first century would never do that. These things are too valuable. What a waste. It's reckless. It's wasteful. It's at best extravagant. Wasteful? reckless, extravagant. Those are all words that are used in the dictionary to define a word that we use to describe one of Jesus' other parables. All of those words in the dictionary define the word prodigal. I can remember always thinking when I was younger that prodigal uh, meant maybe to go away, to go far off, like the prodigal son in the story. Or maybe it's to come back after you've been far off. That's why he's the prodigal. No, prodigal means being recklessly wasteful. It means being extravagantly generous. Remember, he wastes because he's generous with all his money. That's why he's the prodigal son. So in this story, what's Jesus showing us? I think he's showing us that even even though there's the tiniest, tiniest possibility that the seed that's thrown on the path will ever germinate and grow, still God, in his extravagant love and mercy and grace, throws the seed on the ground, hoping against hope that maybe, somehow or other, it might germinate, it might bloom, it might produce fruit. Uh, In this parable Jesus explains uh, that the seed is the word of God. Uh, The Greek Uh, word that describes that the Greek that's there that we translate word of God is the Greek word you may know it logos logos from the New Testament and other places in the New Testament we know it makes clear is referring to Jesus and his message Jesus is the logos he is the word of God people back then and still today have a mindset that says God loves. God meets with only the best, only the most religious, only those who do nothing wrong. He certainly doesn't love and come to me. He doesn't come to those who are easily overcome by evil. He doesn't come to those who are buried under the cares of the world. He definitely doesn't come to those who just choose to ignore him. But remember, the sower, God, did not judge whether the soil was good or bad. He just threw out extravagant amounts of seed, extravagant amounts of Jesus and his love and his kingdom message. Jesus is recklessly wasteful and extravagantly generous. His peace and love and joy and grace and new life isn't somewhere else, for someone else who's good enough. It's here and now for you, whoever you are. Ah yes, but I've always ignored God up until now. So, he loves you extravagantly. Well, I may have believed a bit in the past, but, well, I may even believe a little bit now. But he wouldn't want me. He loves you extravagantly. But there's too many difficulties, there's too many problems, there's too many distractions in my life. So, he loves you extravagantly may you discover taste hear see experience jesus's extravagant love for you and when you do or if you already have then maybe you can become a sower of Jesus and his love and his kingdom message by your actions and then by your words, giving to people the embrace of a generous, extravagant, prodigal God. But they'll never listen, they'll never respond. So, love them extravagantly anyway. They've believed a bit before, and they've now rejected God. I know they have. So, love them extravagantly. But there's too many difficulties. There's too many problems. There's too many distractions in their life. So, keep loving them extravagantly. Let's be... Prodigal in our seed sowing, our revealing of the love of Jesus. Let's be extravagantly generous, loving even to those who we might see as never being able to respond or who we've thought never deserved it in the first place. Remember last week? All bones and all joints matter. But right now, my right knee matters. Remember last week, all lives matter. Yes, they do. But right now, black lives matter. This week, yes, Jesus' love is for all. But it's especially for those who've never thought that it was for them who thought, or who we thought, were beyond God's love. And we can be the sower of that seed if we deliberately scatter everywhere, especially to those who we'd never expect to respond, those who seem to us beyond God's love. We can be prodigal sowers who show the world the prodigal sower. Let's just have a few seconds of silence, and then I'm going to pray. Lord Jesus, I lift before you anyone who's heard this, who is discovering for the first time, discovering to a depth that they've never known before, the extravagant love that God has for them. That there's nothing about them that would make God turn them away. There's nothing about them that would make God not want to show them and give them his extravagant love. I pray this morning that there are people who for the first time, or in a new way, discover the extravagant love of God being sown deep down Within them. They're not good soil, they know they're not good soil, but still God showers, God scatters his extravagant love upon them in that hope that they might respond, in that hope that they might recognize his love, in that hope that they might become who they're meant to be and live the lives that they're meant to have. Because extravagant love has been poured out on them. Thank you that, that that extravagant love included Jesus and his life and his death and his resurrection. Thank you that that extravagant love includes us who know that love becoming the sowers and sowing to them. Lord Jesus, speak to people this morning and sow your extravagant love in their hearts. And Lord, for those of us who know that love, help us to become extravagant sowers. Sowing even to those places where we think you can't possibly reach, even to those places where we've excluded people because of who they are or what they've done or what they're like. Lord Jesus, thank you that you don't exclude. Help us to include those people. Help us to realise that all lives matter, all lives are loved by you. But help us to see those people who right now need to know that their life is touched is loved is included is wanted by you Lord Jesus whoever we are help us to respond to you right now thank you prodigal sower for your extravagant love for me and help me to show that extravagant love let me scatter those seeds everywhere that I go. So I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Megan's going to lead us in two songs about that extravagant love of Jesus, about the name of Jesus that is above any other and that will then help us uh, to lead us uh, into the communion that follows as well. but the blood of Jesus what we're going to do now is remember that blood we're going to remember that body of Jesus that was broken for us we're going to remember how the extravagant generous love of God the prodigal God was shown to us through the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus we're going to think just for a minute or two About what that might mean for us now how we can know God's presence with us how we can feel him within us as his spirit is at work in us how we can thank him that all that is possible because of his love that was first for us because of the way that he came and he lived and he died and then was resurrected he was raised again to new life so that we can know that new life too if you've got your Uh, things ready then hopefully you've got some bread um, and you've also got some juice uh, that we'll be able to uh, share together at the same time so Jesus told us uh, as he told his disciples that the bread uh, represented his body that was broken for us how on the cross he showed his love to the full extent that he was willing to give his life for each one of us greater love has no man than this that he lay down his life for his friends and that's what Jesus did and so now we come to remember Jesus's body broken for us and if we just take a piece of that bread we remember that extravagant love the generous giving prodigal God, who gave himself for each one of us. Nothing that we can do to earn it, nothing that we've done to deserve it, it's his extravagant love. He sown the seed in our hearts, and whatever soil we were when that seed was sown, it grows within us. until we know his love for ourselves. Lord Jesus, thank you for your body, broken for me, broken for us. And as we share it together now, may it join us together as one body, as your body, as we remember your amazing sacrificial love for each one of us. And then the Bible tells us that Jesus took the cup of wine the cup of juice and he gave thanks for it and then he gave it to his disciples for them to drink he gives it to us now for us to drink so that we can remember his blood that was shed for us but his blood that he said was the blood of the new covenant that was the blood that said there's a new way of being in relationship with God it's not about rules It's not about expectations, it's not about laws, it's not about keeping those things so that you're good enough. It's just about knowing Jesus and receiving his love and seeing how he has overcome everything that stands between us and God in our relationship with him. And he's beaten it, he's defeated it through his death and then through his resurrection. There's nothing, not even death, that can beat him. And so he brings that to us now in this new covenant this new relationship there's nothing that can stand between us lord jesus thank you for your blood shed for each one of us and as we drink it now help us to feel it's going down inside us help us to feel the presence of your holy spirit at work within us help us to become the people you want us to be thank you that it's nothing that we deserve but it's all of you and your extravagant, generous, prodigal love. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let's just have a moment of quiet before I say our final prayers. <clears> our <throat> final prayers at the end of this service. Thank you lord jesus that you've fed us with your body and with your blood thank you that it gives us a glimpse just a tiny way into understanding more of your love for us and lord i pray that this morning each one of us would have received would have felt something new of your love for us deep down inside where only you could be at work and where it could only be you that's doing those things. Holy Spirit, even now be touching us deep within, the very centre of our being, the very centre of who we are. Remind us of your love, remind us of your peace and of your joy and of your forgiveness. Remind us that you love us so much you want to be in relationship with us. There's nothing we've done to deserve it, to earn it, but there's nothing that we've done to make us beyond where we could be to receive it. Holy Spirit, thank you that you've been at work this morning. Lord Jesus, thank you that you've revealed more of yourself to us this morning. Father God, thank you that you are the prodigal who gives, who loves to give, who is generous and extravagant, and that's the love that you have for us. Help us now to respond to you. Help us now to give ourselves for the first time or to give ourselves afresh to you now. Amen. Thank you for being with us this morning. It's been great that you've been able to join us. Uh, If there's anything from what we've thought about today or anything that you've experienced in this last 45 minutes or so uh, that you want to ask about or you want to Say about, tell us about, then get in touch with me. Send me a message. You may have lots of questions. You may be saying, I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't understand some of the things you said. You may be saying, Actually, I've understood that for the first time in a new way. Help me to know more about what that means to know Jesus and His love and His extravagant outpouring on us. Um, It may be that you've got questions. It may be you want to know more. It may be that we can follow up a little bit and maybe we can meet online on zoom or something and we can we can have a chat and try and answer some of those questions it's something that we would normally do uh, at Wellsprings Uh, we have discovery groups where people can discover more for themselves about what all of those things mean and maybe now is a good time during lockdown that you've got a chance that we could do that by zoom uh, just one-to-one or maybe just in a small group uh, so that we have a chance to discover more of what it means to know Jesus's love and to live that out in our lives day by day So thank you for being with us. Please do get in touch if there's anything at all that you want to ask or say or know more about. Uh, And I'd love to be able to continue that interaction with you uh, and to be able to together discover more of uh, God's desire, God's will, God's love for your life. So thank you for being with us. Uh, We'll see you all next week. Zoomers, Uh, I'll see you all in a few minutes. Uh, And yeah, it's just been great to be with you. And we'll see you all soon. God bless you. Grace and peace, everyone.